Whether it's hiring me to speak at your next sales kickoff or delivering one of my high-impact story-selling workshops for your sales team virtually or in person, then don't worry, I've got your back, okay? Head on down to www.theraviRajani.com forward slash contact to book a complimentary discovery call to learn more about how I can help you and your sales team sell more with story. Welcome to the Influential Communicator Podcast, where my mission is to help B2B salespeople sell more by becoming authentic storytellers and impactful communicators without suppressing who they truly are or their values. I'm your host, Ravi Rajani, and without further wait, let's get into it. Oh, imagine being on a call and getting called out by your prospect for sounding scripted, engineered, or contrived. I mean, that would suck, right? That would really, really suck. And I think, actually, I don't think, I know that a lot of the teams that I train, a lot of the sales teams that I train, that is one of their secret fears when it comes to using storytelling inside of the buying experience. Because what ends up happening is they know how to craft a story after they partner with me. They know how to deliver a story after partnering with me. And then it's like, well, how can I share this without sounding icky? And when is the most optimal time to share a story. So that's exactly why in today's episode of the Influential Communicator podcast, I wanted to share with you my five steps for embedding a customer success story into your next demo. Now, why am I focusing specifically on a customer success story? Well, I think in today's climate, a customer success story is one of the best ways to build and accelerate trust. And I also think that it's the fastest way to really take one of your use cases or case studies and transform it into a high impact story that you can share ASAP, right? As soon as possible. So I want to help you collapse time in that process by teaching you how to embed it into your next demo. So without further wait, let's get into it. So step one is really pretty simple and that requires you to do effective discovery because step one is extracting the villain in your buyer's story. Okay, so we're not going to dig deep into that today, but that requires you to do effective discovery, really focus on deep, deep listening, and help educate and extract the villain in your buyer's story. Now, step two is allowing your prospect to acknowledge its existence, magnitude, and need to eliminate it. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm communicating with somebody, it doesn't have to be a prospect, anybody, and they don't believe that they have a problem, they don't believe it exists, and they don't believe that they need to solve it because it's not causing them any pain, then it's really going to be you struggling to try and influence them to shift their behavior and perspective, right? So there really needs to be an acknowledgement of its existence, magnitude, and need to eliminate it because they need to admit that, look, I need somebody's help. May not be your help because they don't know that just yet, but I need somebody's help, right? If you don't have that, then Hey, good luck in my opinion, right? In my opinion. So then we transition over to step number three. Now, this is absolutely critical. Once you know what the villain is, aka the million dollar problem, you have them acknowledging its existence, understanding the size of it, and 
they've admitted to wanting to get rid of it, you need to ask an open-ended question about their challenge, which requires a story as a response. Okay, so step number three is ask an open-ended question about their challenge. Now, why this is really important is a lot of the time I talk about sharing stories and delivering stories, but we don't always talk all that much about how to get your prospects to share stories with you. And hey, maybe I could do another podcast episode on this, actually, specifically on how to get your buyers to share stories with you. But this is one way to do that. So there's a difference between the question of how long have you struggled with this challenge? You know, close-ended question, there's a time and place for that. But when you ask somebody a question like, can you tell me about the moment when you realize that this was a huge problem for you? That requires a story as a response. And all of a sudden, a connection starts to get fused, right? You get more from your prospect, you get them talking, and they share a story with you without you saying, can you tell me a story? Because if you ask that question, can you tell me a story about the moment when you realize this was a huge issue for you? They will get stuck in analysis paralysis because most people don't even realize a lot of the time that they are sharing stories. But when you ask them to do so, they go, well, I don't have any, right? So you don't want to be a blockage or a bottleneck to the conversation. So ask an open-ended question about their million dollar problem, aka the villain. Then what we do is we engage in deep listening. And as step four, we ask a follow-up question which makes them feel deeply, deeply heard, okay? Not just a run-of-the-mill question like, oh, that sounds tough, tell me more, right? Something which makes them feel deeply seen, heard, and understood. Here's what I mean by that. If you can pick up on body language, if you can pick up on the tone of their voice when they were talking about specific vulnerable moments about their challenge and you can ask a question about something specific, right, which you really picked up on as they were sharing that story, that will give them a little aha moment. And also you come across very unique and different because truth be told, most people don't listen. So if you can really, really shut out the noise in your mind, be very, very present and focus on listening, that would be epic for you, my friend, because you start to position yourself as a real trusted advisor, right? And like I said, most people don't listen these days, man. Most people don't listen. So step number five, what you'll do afterwards is then you will embed a 90 second story about how you helped somebody go from pain to glory with a similar DNA. Okay, so key thing here, a 90 second story, not three minutes, not four minutes. And by the way, I have heard reps share four minute customer success stories when they thought it was 60 to 90 seconds, right? So you need to time yourself. You need the self-awareness around it. How to craft that story? Hey, that's another podcast episode. But take that use case, transform it into a 90 second story about how you help somebody with a similar DNA, meaning, okay, similar, maybe industry, company, but somebody who they can see themselves in, okay? For example, don't share an enterprise-level story with an SME client, right? That will create an immediate disconnection. So somebody just like them, where they'll go, ah, oh, I've got hope. If they did it, so can I. Now, the beauty in this is the following, okay? Think about a conversation recently that you might have had with a friend, okay? And you're opening up, you've been vulnerable about something which has been on your mind for a while. And they go, oh my God, I went through the same thing. I remember when I, and you're like, dude, 
We're not talking about you. We're talking about me, right? So if they actually asked you an open-ended question, they followed up with something which really, really made you feel seen, heard, and understood because it made you believe they were listening. And then they shared a story about how they overcame that challenge. You would be so much more susceptible to listening and receiving that advice, in my opinion. All right. So those five steps are really, really, really simple. They require practice. Okay. You can't just go into the field and start using this ASAP. Well, actually, no, you can. But what I mean is, what I would recommend is using this in low stakes scenarios to begin with to finesse it and learn it, to then be able to use it in high stakes scenarios. Because what you really want to do is ensure this becomes something that really is autopilot after a while. You're doing it naturally rather than subconsciously. Now, I really hope this episode would be five minutes long, but it's not. All right. It's way longer than that. But I hope you found it useful, man. I hope you found it useful. And I'll see you next week. Same time, same place where I get to hit you with the goodness, hopefully with a guest, you know, we're switching things up. We're trying a few new things. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Oh, okay, okay, hold on. So you thought that this was the part of the show where I say something like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you did enjoy the show, then please drop us a review and do share it with a friend. Well, i tell you what. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be predictable here, okay? Do share it with a friend and do drop us a review if you got some value from today's episode, okay? So if you want to impact people, remember, you need to learn how to influence them first. 